Carol of the Bells by Drawlight Read by Literarian Chapter 1 December 1st Mistletoe A Bookshop in Soho, London, 2019 What are you doing? Crowley gestures wildly with his glass, collapsing against the overstuffed sofa. Hmm? Aziraphale asks, standing in the doorway to the shop, reaching upward and frowning. Well, what does it look like, my dear? It looks like you're hanging mistletoe. It looks like you've got a sprig of green-leafed and white-berried mistletoe, and that you're using a miracle to pin it up to your shop door to tie there with gold ribbon. Crowley swallows. He presses his back further into the sofa, taking comfort in the usual bad habits. A glass of port in his hand, lazy at his fingertips. His other hand dragging through his hair, long again and wild. It's easy to be a stereotype, to play to expectations, so Crowley shrugs and says nothing. Arches his brow over his dark glasses, curls his mouth into a sardonic smile. He cannot do what he likes with his mouth. A kiss, a press of lips to a wrist, the back of a hand, so he does this instead. It could be a blameless kiss. He could get up, ten minutes from now, the mistletoe theoretically forgotten, mention something about getting back to water his plants, needing to run an errand. He could say, Oh, I've left my coat, can you hand it to me? Aziraphale would bring it over. Crowley could tilt his head up, pretend to stretch or yawn. His eyes could catch the mistletoe. Rules are rules, angel. Crowley could murmur, leaning in to kiss Aziraphale. A bare press of mouth to mouth, lip tucked into lip. He could part his mouth slightly, leave it open to interpretation and invitation. Come in, angel. Come on in. Yes, it could be blameless. He would not have to admit to his heart the scribble of his heartbeat in his veins, sounding out a confession in the quiet moments. The unspoken moments. Crowley is afraid of the quiet, of the dullness. He cannot stop talking, cannot stop moving. If I stop talking, you might get bored. If I stop talking, you'll look away, lose interest. Heaven isn't breathing down your back. You have the whole world now and everything too. I might not be enough. Crowley never stops talking. Yeah, okay, it's mistletoe. I know that. But why? It's the holidays. That's what you do. Aziraphale pauses. Well, it's what the humans do. So you're just gonna kiss any old bugger that strolls in then, yeah? Oh yeah, sure. Crowley rambles on, pitching his voice to imitate Aziraphale. The Kafkas are over here. Don't you dare think about buying anything. Oh, and by the way, let me plant one on ya. Aziraphale stands back from the door, his hands settled in front of him. Head tilted back and pale hair glinting in the lamplight. A satisfied smile on his mouth, a gleam of something in his river-blue eyes. 
He brushes his hands then, shaking the miracle from his fingers. He turns to Crowley, tilting his head slightly, raising a book-dust pale eyebrow. Not any old bugger, I should think, Aziraphale says, smiling. But we'll simply have to see what the season brings now, won't we? Crowley licks his lower lip, his pinball heart scattering across his chest, lighting him up. His eyes flicker up to the mistletoe again, smugly set in the bookshop's doorway. It could be blameless. I could kiss you and it wouldn't have to mean a thing. If he stops his mouth to kiss Aziraphale, he'd have to be quiet. He would have to stop moving, stop talking. It could be dangerous. You see, one of these days, Crowley's going to make a mistake. He knows his heart is a stretched-out rubber band, ready to snap. One of these days, his finger will slip, his mouth will falter. One of these days, he'll miss and miscalculate. One of these days, these uncountable, ineffable days, he'll kiss an angel under a spring of snow-buried mistletoe and then forget to walk away.